happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to a special Monday edition of the House of Wrestling podcast. It is me, Nick Hausman, joined as always by Ennis McVeigh. Ennis, thanks for coming back into the house with me here today. Thank you for joining me, Nick. No, me joining you, however this works. I don't know. Who's, whose house is this? Is this your house or have I got ownership? It's our, it's our house. Everyone's it's house, our, right. It's, mm. it's our house. It's our clubhouse, as we say gotcha. here. And uh, today in the clubhouse, man, we are going to have a lot of fun. We're talking all about the Elimination Chamber. We got some rumored WrestleMania XL matches to get to. I'm going to have Chad Gable at the end of the show. But of course, if you're watching us live, you're a clubhouse member. And uh, Christopher Zobs. Zanto here. Sorry, Chris, I butchered your last name this morning. <laughs> Say good morning or afternoon, Clubhouse folks. Happy Monday from somewhat sunny California. Uh, you know what it is, Chris? We stole your sunshine and we brought it mm. to Chicago. It is 67 degrees here in <sighs> Chicago today, wow. um, which I think is like four degrees Celsius. Wherever, wherever yeah, roughly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's weirdly sunny here as well. So maybe we stole some of it as well. It's like 10 Celsius here, which is... I don't know what I, I don't I don't know Fahrenheit com, com, conversions. You can work that out. I'm just surprised. I didn't think that sunlight was allowed in Scotland. I thought it's it not was... really. No, this is a really. I'm enjoying it whilst I can. It's very rare. I I have to. It's like a yeah. It's like a vampire. It's like we have to. This is our like month of it, and then it's going to be rain for the the rest of the year. So Chris is enjoying Chris it whilst is, I can. Chris is saying, "Give me my sunshine back." And I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, it's ours now. Steal my sunshine. Make sure you're not <laughs> too deep. You steal my sunshine. Come on. Everybody loves Lynn. Loving Lynn. <laughs> Loving Lynn. Um, this is the kind of content you subscribe to the clubhouse for. Nick Houseman's singing. Oh, man. You know, I bet if we did a, a, a Nick Houseman karaoke, I oh. probably wouldn't do, wouldn't do terribly, I don't think. You know? No, we get all a special tier. We'll do that at some point. There we go. The karaoke tier, for sure. Mm. Yeah. And we'll do, like, <laughs> some wrestling songs, a lot of, of Bob Seger. Well, Nirvana, maybe. I've been listening to In, in Utero again. There anyway, uh, let's talk about the Elimination Chamber. This show took sure. place uh, during normal hours, your time, uh, in the middle of the night for us here in the United States. You were able to watch. How did it feel, Ennis? How did it feel to be able to watch a WWE premium live event at a normal hour for you? It's very strange. It's always really strange with these ones because... Like, usually with, like, Crown Jewel and stuff like that, it's dark. So you kind of have the usual sense of, like, a pay-per-view. It's dark, you know. It's the end of the day. You're relaxed. Whereas this was 10 a.m. in the morning. So I had to set my alarm. I slept through my alarm and missed the first 20 minutes of the show. But we got there in the end. So it was enjoyable, though. Did you miss the first 20 minutes of the show or first 20 minutes of the kickoff? Uh, the first 20 minutes of the show. I did go back okay. and watch it. But okay. I have. But I basically just missed the entrances. So I didn't miss too much. Well, I have uh, the reason that I ask is because I watched it starting with the first match, and then gotcha. I'm, I'm like, and then we get to the main event, and I'm like, where the f was this Kabuki Warriors match at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the reason we'll we'll try to take this in chronological order. The reason I had that reaction is because they have not done pre-show matches. I mean, yeah, this is the first one in ages. Yeah, I don't think in the last year and a half there's been one. It's weird. Yeah, no, there have been, it's been very non-normal to do pre-show matches. And so, mm. uh, yeah, I had to go back after the main event and rewatch 20 minutes of the kickoff show to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, no. So this was really my main event. It's the last match I watched. Um, <laughs> how, did, how did it act as a main event? How, how well was it over the Elimination Chamber? To be fair, Indy was over like Grover. She and was. That, 
that audience was so hot for her and cool. the, the, you know in, in even in the loss she came across looking like a way bigger deal because the kabuki warriors uh left the ring spoiler alert they won they left the ring and it's just candace and indy in the ring and the, they're going and it's not like at night we're real one and you got all the fire it's during the day you can see everybody yeah. on their feet they've all got the signs and stuff so truthfully it was a pretty kick-ass main event, in my opinion. <laughs> if you watched it back, if you watched it out of order, um, I, I mean, it. I feel like that they they accomplished what they needed to. I mean, getting India out there, getting like a hometown person out there to like get people hyped and interested, it worked out. And I mean, it made Indy look like a bigger star than she has, I think, since winning the NXT Women's Title like a year yeah. ago. So yeah, and and Oscar and Kyrie, what an act! What an, I mean, they together so they good. they look yeah they look so good together. They they flow and the the work in the ring is like beyond smooth it's butter in the ring and i just thought i thought it was a very i mean if i'd have watched it first i'd have been put in the mood but i'm watching here a lot <laughs> hell yeah cherry on top of the uh, on top of the sunday i suppose so i i thought it was a really really strong opener i thought again even in loss indy looks strong and oscar and Kyrie, yeah I, I don't know if i would take the titles off them anytime soon i don't really know who else is on their level Nah, I don't think so. I think you should really... They they feel like a very unique part of the women's division. We are, the tag team division specifically doesn't really have many pieces of that. It feels like a lot of them are kind of just there for the sake of being there, whereas Ask and Kyrie feel like a genuine unit, and I, I want to see more of them doing it. But mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to go, obviously, with the, the dissension with damage control with Bailey and Eos. So we shall yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, we, we shall see here. Now, now time to really refocus back on Bailey and Eo here. Uh, mm. on, on Friday night SmackDown. I, I bet we get some big revelations. So, but again, they put this on the pre-show. I'm guessing because they wanted to make sure they had plenty of none of the chamber matches are getting cut short. We'll get to it later. Certainly felt like they wanted to give Rhea and Nia uh ample oh, yeah. time ample time for the main event. So I'm guessing this was probably just moved to the pre-show for the for the sake of time, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, I would agree. Uh women's elimination chamber uh formally opened up the show. And uh, Becky Lynch won. Um, I Becky looked great here. I thought um, the person who probably shined, uh, I, I should say exceeded expectations, was Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, Which, Tiffany absolutely looked like a, a superstar. If Cindy looked like a, a star, she looked like a superstar by comparison. People were upset when Liv Morgan took Tiffany Stratton out of that match, right? Did you yeah. hear during the men's elimination chamber, they were chanting Tiffy time at one point. She was like well, mega over. Okay, so yes, so she went to at one point. I'm just gonna kind of. We'll I have no rule. We'll dive no around. Strategy. We're just gonna talk about no. Matters. No strategy. <laughs> no, we're winging it. All right, we're winging mm, it. Of course, it they can wing it. We'll wing it as well. Big winging it energy. So she's on top of the pod <laughs> at one point, and the women are. You know, she just threw Becky off. There's the pile of women at the bottom. You start. Oh, there's there's gonna be a jump here, right? She does the. The watch thing. Has she done this before where she does the tippy time I haven't time seen watch? it. No, I haven't seen it. But I, I like it if it's a new edition. Well, the only other person who does that is Punk, right? Who is not on TV. Mm. But he comes out and he does this thing and he goes, it's clobbering time. I'm just saying there's two watchmen in the, in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the WWE now. Watch people. And so I thought it was great. It was a good... It, it, it was definitely it's got, it got every riled up when she pointed at the Tiffy time watch on her on her thing. I for sure thought she was going to do a crossbody off the mm, top, maybe so a 
maybe a moonsault. What an I thought at first they were going to do the moonsault, but I don't think she had enough clearance from the, the roof. What an absolute maniac to hit a swanton from that height because, look, I, a lot of trust, and look, these are professionals, but a lot of trust in the people you're working with the, to make sure you are caught and land safely when you're hitting a swanton from that height. And I, at first I was, because I, I was expecting a crossbody, when I saw her flip <laughs> with her feet, I was like, someone's about to die. All was fine. <laughs> All was fine. Everything was great. Uh, I was just a little caught off guard by this one time. But, but man, yes, when Liv Morgan took her out of this match, you may as well have turned her heel. People were pissed Tiffany Stratton was taken out of this bout. I wonder if the, the whole, like, like watch thing is, like, them trying to swear into a new character. Because it seems like they've dropped some of the NXT elements. You know, she was, like, the daddy's girl Barbie-inspired kind of thing. And none of that has really appeared on the main roster yet. Uh, you, you do wonder if you fight it and try to keep her heel. Because, like, the, the audience really seems to want to get behind tiffany stratton mm. right now i said it last week on the on the friday episode she was i wouldn't be upset if she'd have won this match right i mean yeah. rookie year going into the main event with rhea ripley we've never seen them work together you could really play on the nxt history there and you know big winner for sure obviously we're not going to get that but i think the audience reaction to this would would tell you that that would not have been a terrible outcome if they'd have gone with tiffany stratton in this situation no, not at all. I mean, I don't really know how else you can capitalize this going on forward, like, unless they do, like, the women's battle royal thing at WrestleMania, but even that's, like, eh. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a very good uh, a good opener for the for the main card. Um, Raquel Rodriguez, uh, I thought, really came across. They booked her with a lot of really powerful, strong spots. Um, I thought that Bianca Belair, um, she's so, I mean, in your prime is an understatement when it comes to yep. Bianca Belair. It just moves so well. You can see the the logic into everything she does. And that TKO, it's not an easy move to hit. And no. when you see her hit getting Raquel Rodriguez and some of these other bigger opponents and really kind of having to force them up and stuff, very, um, very powerful uh, imagery there. Um, but yes, of course, it was Becky Lynch that, that went out and won this, and they've been teasing her and Rhea Ripley for a while now. What do you think here? Right, right person go over? I think so. I think I've seen quite a lot of people say, like, maybe as not just this match, but the show overall was quite predictable. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you don't want to swear if people constantly and then because that's how you get stuff like Rock and Cody, which then just confuses the whole situation. Yes, I agree. The Rock and Cody thing really. But here's the thing is like now they're compensating, I think, by being too bland. Um, if mm. that makes sense. Like, I think it would have been better if we would just done Cody Roman solidified it and then you can have some other screwy stuff going on but now because they've gone so out there and you know, winged it so hard with like the biggest angle they have i feel like mm. they're trying to really overcompensate by delivering where they can on things that people maybe actually want to see because i agree this show is way too predictable for me i thought it was kind of a six out of ten just from excitement yeah, standpoint agree. didn't hit quite like backlash did um but that's the thing tiffany stratton i would have put her over here I just, I think it yeah. would, it just, you know, would have been different, would have been unexpected, and I think the fans would have been there for it. I would have been open to it, certainly. I just think with the tease they did with Becky and I a couple of weeks ago, it kind of would have been, I, I felt like it would have been more of a reactionary decision to go with Tiffany at that point, and I don't, I think we've seen enough of that recently. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. 
how did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Um, well, we uh, then got the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, the Judgment Day beating the, what is it, No Catch Club? We, we looked at uh, like. The New Catch Republic, something oh, like that, I think. New, new Catch Republic. Which begs the question, what is the old Catch Republic? Where are they? Who are they? I feel that's a question that needs asked. I think that William Regal is the old Catch Republic. I think that... Oh, possibly. Just spitballing here. Maybe, sure, the Black, maybe, maybe the Blackpool Combat Club is actually the old catch. Uh, there we Republic, go. That works. Right? There's the, the link. We can. Someone's going to make a clickbait article out of that. There you go. Sure. I write your fan fiction. And then they all kiss at the end. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, this has got a direction I did not expect. <laughs> My my head is getting clearer every day that I'm not having to <laughs> aggregate news. So uh. the Judgment Day picks up the win here. It was a, it was fine. It was a fun match. Tyler Bate, you know, Pete Dunne looked good. The highlight of this is Dom, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. I I think the negative reaction Dom got was more was more negative than any positive that anyone on the show got. I think that he got louder boos than Rhea Ripley got cheers. I, yep. I it was it, it was a madhouse for this man in Australia. Did you see the one point where they had to black out the camera because the entire front row were sticking their middle fingers up at him? That was I so good. I absolutely <laughs> did. I was like the best. These oh, Outback Aussies are nuts, man. They'll stab you, right? So... It's wild, like, looking back at Clash of the Castle and seeing how far he's progressed. Because it's it's just insane how Dom, before he turned heel, he was fun, but I never really felt attached to him very much. But now he's just, he's one of the best characters in the company. He's loosened up, you know? Yeah, he's just, he's just, he's feeling himself. Um, But again, that the highlight of this whole thing for me was Dom. Um, yeah. we got you know, money in the bank continues to just be in limbo. They really need to do something with this now. It just feels <laughs> like it's just it just feels like it's an accessory he's carrying about now. Like, come on, what are you right? Seth Rollins is back in a couple of days. Why not just cash in on him? Like, come on, you you have a guaranteed WrestleMania main event with Drew McIntyre. If you win, go for it. You know, and I I know we we talked not long ago about how Finn Balor, I guess, may or may not be uh, under. Uh, he may not have resigned a new contract yet. I think later this yeah. year is when his new contract comes up or whatever. It, uh, much like McIntyre, does anybody really believe Finn Balor is going to leave and no. go to AEW? This no. dude, part of like the the most merchandise friendly act. He's not. He's having to work tag matches and just he just looks like he's having the time of his life right now. You yeah. know. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, he doesn't really need like I think some people maybe don't like the fact that he's relegated more to a tag position versus like you know his big single stuff that he's had over the last couple of years but I don't think that really matters you know there's a great quote from The Office Creed for all you Office fans out there where he says uh, he's been in some cults right it's more fun to be a member uh, but there's more money in being a leader now I only bring <laughs> this up because Finn, Finn led Bullet Club and made a lot of money on that now he now he's like you know what that was a lot of, that was a lot of pressure I've made my money 
Damien, you can be the leader. I'm going to have a lot more fun being a follower of the Judgment Day and not having that pressure on my shoulders. I mean, he's, I just, dude looks relaxed. Dude just looks like yeah. he's having fun, you know? It's good. I, I think it's, they're, they're really good. I don't know who they, they face at WrestleMania. That's the only thing. Like, I don't, whereas I feel like the last couple of years there's been a clear direction. Now I'm not too sure. I would have said Dunn and Bay had they not done it here. I mean, maybe Alpha Academy? You could, but then maybe you're setting up Gable for Gunther. So I don't know if they do them. Yeah, because I guess the Usos it's are not... on a collision course now. For um, each other, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any like major tag teams off the top of my head, unless they bring out someone from NXT. You, they, they, you could run back the Creeds, I guess. You could. You could maybe, if you want to do a bit of a weird swerve ball, you could do Corbin and Braun Breaker, because Braun's on the main roster now, technically. So you could do that. Honestly, I don't hate that. No, I don't because I, I imagine Corbin's probably going to be back in the main roster for that backlash show, but based on the the mega reaction he got in France for that live event, they were there last year, I believe. So I would imagine he's going to have some sort of presence there. Well, Braun Breaker's a SmackDown star now. He signed a contract, yes. right? Yeah, but he's so I believe he's doing both shows. <clears throat> okay, but ju Judgment Day is Monday nights. They're on Raw, right? True. So they are. Hmm. But if you're I don't NXT, know what Corbin brand is, he's NXT, so I don't know. Maybe there's a weird way you could get around that. Well, here's the thing, though, Ennis, because if you're NXT uh -huh. champions, NXT titles, I think, can be defended on any brand. So, yeah. So there's your little, you know, insight. But I, I, I actually, I don't really know how you get there. I, maybe what I just described is the logic you can use. But they, it's tough for me to think of another tag team right now that I could possibly see. Uh, Outside of the wolf dogs, yeah, I think it's 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 tough to follow up last year because I think last year they they hit such a gold mine with the the tag match with Usos and Owens and Zayn that I'm not sure they can follow that. But I still, you know, I have hope for for Priest and, and Balor, but I just really would rather Priest actually focus on his world title opportunity that has seemingly just been left in the dust. Well, I'm sure we'll find out more tonight on Raw about what's going to be going on with Judgment Day going into WrestleMania. And we'll talk a little bit more about Mania here in a second. Uh, and speak, actually, we could talk a little about WrestleMania right now because we have the Grayson Waller effect. Mm. Uh, Grayson, to kick things off, Waller, uh, he he shared a shoey uh, with Australian UFC star Ty Tuivasa. And mm. uh, a shoey is a, like a shoe you drink beer out of. Yeah, those that, that didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, like uh, I, I don't know if it's like meant to be a shot or something, but it's basically yeah, you drink alcohol out of a, a shoe, which go Aussies, sure. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm like kind of a degenerate, and I really wanted to do this. <laughs> I'm quite surprised it hasn't made its way to the U.S. Honestly, it does sound like something you guys would pick up. Well, and then I thought about that Simpsons episode where they go to Australia and there's the boot and speaking ill of the boot is a bootable offense. And I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I, think yeah, that sure. I think that this is a, a somehow again, the booting, the boots beloved in Australia. <laughs> I drink for a shoe. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the two, <laughs> the two highlights coming out of this one, Rollins says he's days away from being medically cleared Two, Cody Rhodes has called out the rock for a match anytime, anywhere. And uh, now, and then they they both beat up uh, Austin Theory and not Grayson Waller, who who, who was spared mm. a beating, spared a beating here in his home country. Nice of them. Uh, it does feel to me like the Cody Rock thing may have switched places, and by that I mean they were gonna have Cody face Roman maybe at Backlash. 
they were going to hold it off after WrestleMania. The more this thing plays out, I, this tag match seems less and less likely to me. Like really? I See, I thought this pretty much secured the tag match because after Cody said he wanted Rock, Seth then interjected and said, well, with the bloodline, you never get a one-on-one -on -one match, so I've got your back, which to me indicated the tag match. I don't know. I mean, they're, no? they've, they've got these two main events now that are so solidified, and yeah. it just seems like you would you want – we are a month away that you would want to keep all focus on making the heat on Cody and Roman – and Drew and Seth. If you were trying to split that focus and, and Seth is now also building to this tag match while also trying to take Drew seriously. And it just is, it's, we've talked about how muddled all of this has become. This tag match just, it feels like it would be so forced at this yeah, point. Agreed. And I think the idea of Rock holding off until the premium live event after WrestleMania to do a match, I, I guess with Cody instead of Roman, which would be weird mm. because it's almost like you had the moment and you lost it to do Rock and Roman. Yeah. But it, but this to me felt like they were setting up possibly the match after WrestleMania for, for Rock and Cody. Cause I don't see it happening on a, on a raw or a SmackDown or no, you know, God, God forbid an episode of NXT, you know, that seems weird. <laughs> I, I like if it was, if it was Vince still running creative, I would say they're probably just throwing the, the Cody Rock thing out there and just hoping people will forget. But typically, with creative now, they, they do deliver when they tease stuff like this. So it does make me wonder. I mean, the next paper you have to WrestleMania, I think, is Backlash. And I think it would be very weird if they did Cody versus Rock in France when, you know, it's going to be a weird time in the US. Unless you do it like SummerSlam, but that's still quite a while away. Cody... Cody... And Rock after WrestleMania would be fun, I think. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't. The only, know. the only other idea you could maybe do is the next Saudi Arabia show, which I think is April or May. In fact, sure. it will probably be May. So you could maybe do it there, Saudi Arabia, the Rock. That you work. could have, you could have Rock come out on Friday <laughs> and say, "Hey, uh, you want to match with me? Let's do it night one. Winner gets Roman, and we'll settle it that way." Um, but again, like, do you have Rock take this opportunity from Cody twice? You know, like, yeah. is that the tease here? It's just, it's so much of a distraction forcing Rock. And it, yep. again, an embarrassment of riches. You have the Rock, Rock wants to be in it, but you're like, we booked this so terribly, it doesn't really seem to make any sense anymore, you know? And it feels like you have to have Rock involved somehow in some match. And it feels, to me, I think the tag match is the only way, but that feels forced and... I mean, the only way I could see this going well that people would receive is doing the tag match, maybe have Rock turn on Roman and then set up, similarly to Cena and Rock, the match for next year. That is a long build, but you do still get Rock and Roman out of WrestleMania that way. Man, they do Cody Rock on Raw on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Excuse monster rating. Look at it that way. Pardon my French, but what the fuck are we even doing anymore? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anything can happen in the world of WWE or whatever the hell they say. There you go. Holy the Rock Jesus. on Raw. Why not? Holy Jesus. You could have just had Rock win the Rumble, right? I don't want to <laughs> beat a I don't want to beat a dead horse here. Anyway. Well, why why did they just not have Rock win Rumble? Because they told Cody, uh, reportedly told Cody that night that he was winning, but Rock and Roman was still the plan. So why? I don't get it. 
<laughs> Boy, where's the logic? I have no idea what is happening anymore. It is. It's really. <laughs> It's really, I mean, it's taking it away from me, you know, like, and it's especially at a time where I'm like struggling to enjoy professional wrestling because of like all of the horrible things going on yep. uh, for real in it. You know, you look for that chance to escape and then you watch this and you're like, God damn, all I can think about is the backstage stupid <laughs> politics going on right now. Same. That's been my life for the last six years. I'm like, I remember back in the day when I just watched this God. just for what it was. Good Damn, these some bitches. They all they do is get me talking about what's going on backstage. <laughs> just be nice people. Don't oh just God. be nice people and let things happen. Dwayne oh. Johnson showed up and said, I don't give a shit. This is what we're doing now. I'm a heel, I guess. <laughs> Where's my chicken wings at? I want to wing it. Um, <laughs> oh. this, moves, this moves into the elimination chamber for the men. Drew McIntyre came out on top, but holy hell, you know, if you wanted shenanigans, this was the match for you. Lot, oh, yeah. lot, now, this kind of plays into the uh, the rumored WrestleMania matches. The Observer saying Randy Orton versus Logan Paul is Batiste and AJ Styles versus LA Knight internally listed. Those are the two matches for, for WrestleMania. Now, both of those matches were uh, looked to have been set up in this bout. Um, yeah. First with AJ Styles attacking LA Knight with a steel chair uh, once the cage door was open and he inserted himself and set up LA Knight to be eliminated from the match. Um, am I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not watching SmackDown closely enough. Is there a lot going on with LA Knight in, in the club, the OG, or is this? Um, I think it stems back to the Rumble and how they did that and they've still got you know issues based on that. Honestly, I'm, I'm quite surprised they're doing two singles matches. I thought this was going to lead into maybe like a ladder match with Logan Paul involving Orton, Paul, AJ, LA Knight and I don't know Chuck Lashley and Karrion Cross in there. There's a there's your your six ladder match, but I mean I like that they're they're supposedly doing a singles match for LA Knight. I think he's he's long deserved that. That's a big opportunity, but it's it seems well I mean they've still got some weeks to go, so maybe there's some story built up there, but it does seem a bit weird. Yeah, well, you know, look, uh, I know there are many people out there that don't aren't aren't quite fully on the LA Knight bandwagon, but he mm. is still, he is still very popular, and cool. AJ Styles is uh, he's in his own right now, and uh, when he wants to be a heel, and a, he is a damn fine heel when he wants to be, this could be very simple, good guy, bad guy, and those are usually my favorite stories, so I, I'm willing to give it a chance, and and same with Randy Orton and Logan Paul here. I thought they. Wow, what an incredible setup! Uh, the use, yep. the use of the brass knuckles by Logan Paul has just become such a wonderful storytelling device for him. You know, I am, I am so surprised that Logan Paul has become one of my favorite people in WWE. If you told me this like even a year and a half ago, I would not believe it. But he's just, he's, so, he just gets it so, so well. I mean, I don't know if you saw there was a video he put out shortly after the show where he was like, he had a pen, and he was drawing. Um, stuff insulting Kevin Owens on the side of the chamber, and then it just cut to Kevin just smashing his face into the side of it. He he just gets it so well. But there's like there's so much they can do in that match. You know, you could do like I, I've always just thought the the Logan Paul like buckshot lariat into Orton's RKO. There's there's so many interesting spots you can do here. Yeah, and Rand has Ra Randy Orton's been the U.S. champion before, has he not? Or no? Yes, I think he has once or twice. Uh. I think fairly recently he has. I seem to recall that, but not. I well, he had the, the last titles he had were with the tag titles with Riddle, I believe. With Riddle, year. yeah. And I think he before is, that was the world title. 
he is a one-time United States champion. How long ago was it since he had? Uh, he won the first United States championship in 2018. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. I think it was Wrestle. No, it was just before WrestleMania, I think, because that was the round the time he did the Bray feud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been. It's, it's not a title I necessarily associate with him. You know. No. Um. Here one second. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, cool. I'll pull up all the full list of of U.S. champions here. So who did he beat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down a rabbit hole. I, in fact, uh, was it Jen? No, I'm. Th- is, I think it was a four way at Mania. He defeated. No. He defeated Bobby Roode at Fastlane in 2018 to become U.S. That's, champion. I have and, no memory of that. And then lost the title to Jinder Mahal at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm remembering. Yeah, because it was like a weird, like three or four way, which had like really weird people in it. It was actually a weirdly good match. He only held the title for 28 days. Mm. So that's why it's a maybe non so non-memorable US title run with Randy Orton there. All right. <laughs> I didn't know. Um yeah, I mean look, the like I the, the match itself good guy bad guy great. The, uh, the just the setup here done in the match with the brass knuckles, the way it was all paced and laid out. Thought it was very very well done. Definitely got me on the hook. We'll see about AJ Styles and LA Knight and of course Drew McIntyre uh, gets the big win, gets to stare at that pyro going off in the sky and you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, does he does he pick up the win? Does he beat Seth? Or I was going to ask you because I think he does beat Seth. I want him to. I think I think if you've got all this set up to Cody, you've got the set up to Punk. I think there's a, a great story down the line when Punk comes back of I managed to steal your WrestleMania opportunity away from you and took the title that you wanted. I think God there's a really damn. interesting story there. God damn, he's gonna just keep cutting promos on Punk about how he's doing everything that Punk's not getting to do for like yeah. nine months, and it's gonna, <laughs> Punk's, we've got Punk, like six months of this, and it's gonna be so good. Punk's gonna come <laughs> back, butterfly knife <laughs> stab. Um, uh, before we get <laughs> before we get to the main event, there was a quick segment where uh, Triple H came out, announced the crowd attendance, got a big pop. Um, I guess this is what he does now. He's the guy who comes out and waves his hat. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun little... He seems to do it pretty consistently for the international shows now, because I think he did it at the last Saudi show as well. So, I mean, it's a fun little use of him, I guess. He's technically, I guess, the new... I think they're really trying to push this, like, he is an on-screen figure now, because I don't know if you've noticed, they've now started billing him as Paul Triple H Levesque. So, and they've really started to push the, the, the CCO position, so... I guess putting them on screen for that point. This is the, this is the the great ball and cup, right? They they want Vince out in every single way. They want you now True. thinking about Hunter as the guy, the 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 visible face of of control and consistency. And uh, uh, please stop ha- please stop asking about Vince. Vince is gone, guys. I think that's the vibe. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a little bit. It'll be interesting when it gets to WrestleMania how that sort of avoiding Vince is going to happen because very typically they have like Vince in some sort of video package. I think many members of the press are going to fold like origami. My friend, I am, <laughs> I am, I am, I'm, I'm serious. I don't think anybody is, is, I mean, engaged really with mm. the, I mean, they're all, it's, it's like everyone's just kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop. And I, and I feel like people are yeah. trying to not get involved with it, which is so, freaking weird to me because it's like what are we doing what do we do people you know yeah i think i feel yeah i feel like just there's not it's difficult now to like try and keep pushing them on the same thing because it's, they've shown that they're just not gonna you know elaborate as it seemingly i mean based on hunter's comments at the the press conference i don't think they're gonna 
make a big statement until something serious happens with this. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see much. So let's talk about the 52,000 people that were here today. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> did you? Check. It's interesting that he did not do a press conference after this. It's usually the international shows he does one, but he did not do one here. This whole thing is getting so mm. screwy, man. So yeah, screwy. it is. <laughs> All right, huh. we'll we'll wrap it up here before we get to Chad Gable talking about the women's world championship match. Uh, Rhea Ripley taking on Nia Jax. Um, Rhea Ripley over like Elvis in her home country. They did try to give these two women uh, a fair amount of time. Definitely one of the the longer women's matches I think I've seen on a, a premium live event in a while. Yeah, and um, at the end, uh, Rhea hits her with the Riptide. Everybody goes home happy, um, and and we shall we shall see if they can get people on the hook here for for Rhea and Becky, um, but you know for whatever reason, it just doesn't. I'm not quite bitten by this match yet. No, hasn't quite hasn't yet. quite got me yet. No, it doesn't feel like they've done very much for it apart from just what they did at the kickoff thing. Which, to be fair, the promo they did at the kickoff event was very interesting. I think if we get more of that, it's going to be great. I mean, if there's anyone who can build intrigue into that kind of match, it's Becky Lynch, but. You know, I mean, based on, you know, the the fact that Rhea's main event in this show, I believe this was the first women's main event in a premium live event since Bianca and Sasha at Mania 37. So the fact that they're putting that much trust in her to have her main event at PLE says a lot. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm not too worried, honestly. I do think they, they have what it takes to kind of get me invested in such a short time. All right, everybody. Well, that brings us to the end of our review. Before I throw to Chad Gable, I want to remind you, uh, again, if you want to watch the show get recorded live uh, twice a week, you can head over to the House of Wrestling uh, at Clubhouse. It's patreon.com slash House of Wrestling. Sign up. Become a member. We do this twice a week. Um, we are not going to do the Raw review tonight with Matthew England. We're going to instead push that to next Monday. So next Monday, cool. me and Matthew England will be back. And then next Wednesday and Friday, me and Ennis will be back just like normal. But you will be able to jump back in this Wednesday and hear more of Ennis and I. Uh, but of course, if you're not a Clubhouse member, you can still enjoy the show uh, with ads over on your favorite podcast platform, over on our YouTube channel. Uh, smash, hit the subscribe button for both comments, reviews, chat messages, all that stuff. Always very, very much appreciated. Um, and that's all I've got. Uh, Ennis, anything you want to plug, put over here, wrap up today? Just my Twitter, at Ennis underscore McVay. You can search that pretty much everywhere and find all my general social media stuff. Wonderful. And I'm at Nick underscore Hausman over on Twitter. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody, and wrapping it up here today. Here's my conversation from Royal Rumble Weekend with Chad Gable. I feel like I see you every four months know, now. man. It's a regular thing for us. It is. I we like it. got a little dynamic going on. Cool, cool, cool. We're friends now. Are we? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be my Maybe. friend. I get a lot of heat sometimes. Yeah, I got enough friends anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hi, everybody. It's me, Nick Hausman from House of Wrestling. We're live here at the Royal Rumble Media Junket, and I'm joined right now by the Alpha Academy's Chad Gable. Chad, thank you for much taking the time. Uh, thank you. So are you the leader of Alpha Academy? I am the leader, the founder, the CEO, whatever. Whatever positions are the top level, that's me. Wonderful. Well, you know, you guys have been spending a lot of time with the Creed Brothers and Ivy Nile recently. Are you interested in recruiting them, bringing them into Alpha Academy full-time? I mean... I feel like they got their own thing going. They're not really, I, I've offered them some of my training services. They turned me down twice. So like, what an insult yeah. to a, to the master, right. okay? Plus I got Tazawa to look after now. I got Maxine. I mean, roster's full, man. But we're coming out with a website, for those of you that don't know, 
we will be accepting applications. I'm not saying we're going to sign anybody. Applications will be available, though. Well, you've also had a chance recently to go down to NXT and compete down there again. How has it been going back to the yellow and black brand after spending so much time on the main roster? That was awesome. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Like, they just told us, hey, you're gonna, you guys are going to go down there and do some matches. I didn't even know what we were doing when we went down there until I talked to Sean, and uh, he explained some stuff, and Sean was so cool and got my input on things, which isn't always the case, you know, so that was neat. And uh, to be back in front of that crowd who, uh, you know, they're a very uh, distinct and unique crowd to themselves. They, they know what they like, and they've always been that way. And when I got back in front of them, I was just reminded of that, thrust right back into that, like, 2015, 2016 time frame, which I remember so fondly. But uh, what I will say about it is, like, that's the most relaxed I've been performing that I can remember with this company, like just going back there with Otis by my side in that setting, in that venue, like in the place where I used to train like every day. It was like so cool, man. It was awesome. Well, you and Otis, such a great tag team, but he's been teaming with Tozawa. Are you, do you consider yourself fully a single star now? I'd like to. I think to, I, maybe I'll say like 2023 might have been my kind of my breakout as a singles guy. Uh, so, and now 2024 might be my chance to solidify myself as that whether it's through continuing to have these matches with like top elevated guys. But in my opinion, it's time for me to win a singles championship in 2024. It's going to be the time to do that. Absolutely, man. Well, looking ahead to WrestleMania here, I mean, there is a lot going on at the moment. Um, who would you ideally like to see yourself share in the ring with when it comes to Mania? So personally, I'm not finished with Gunther. I never have been. I never got done with him. Um, but we'll see how things shake out. You never know. It's, it's kind of out of my control at this point. Uh, even if it were, if I had any control, things change so quickly here on a weekly, not weekly, on a daily basis <laughs> in this place. Uh, you see the returns of people out of nowhere that no one expected, uh, people popping in and out. You see injuries happen. So, like, what's the point of planning? You just, like, go with the flow, and when something comes your way, over-deliver. And that's what I always intend to do and try to do. So. You, know, it's, you gave me a great setup to my follow-up question, yeah. Chad, because you talk about how day-to-day -day things change week to week, and you have been embroiled in a program with the Viking Raiders. Yeah. When we talked at SummerSlam, yeah. we were talking about this Viking rules match, right? And like how you took this and you made it your own yeah. and you really enjoyed it. Sure. Here we are. It's Rumble. You guys are still very much sure. engaged with the Viking Raiders. How is it getting to have that much time yeah. to really work with a group of people and, and mine what you guys can do? It's so cool. And what's cool about it is, so I had the match with Ivar Monday. That was our first singles match with me and him. So we've been involved with each other going back as far as you said, but we're still getting new versions of these matches, right? Yeah. So that keeps it fresh. And that dude is so awesome. Like he's had the last like three months on his own to just like show the world what he can do. Talk about over delivering, like every chance he gets, he just kills it. So we're gonna like, I, I don't get sick of it when it stays fresh and new like this, yeah. With especially with a driven guy. And I have my own like, I think we've, I, I would like to do a, a new version of the Viking rules match, which we already did. They haven't done a mixed Viking rules match yet. So he's got a girl by his side. I got access to Maxine. I got access to Ivy Nile now. So what about a mixed? Viking ship rules match, whatever you want to call it, and uh, we'll see what kind of carnage we can come up with from that. All right, last question yeah. here. Now, there's been a big return to the W. There's been a couple big returns yeah. since we last talked, but the big one, I think, is CM Punk. Sure. Now, very controversial guy. Sure. A lot of people have opinions about CM Punk. Sure. How do you feel about Punk? How do you feel about him being back in the mix? So, Punk was on his way out right when I was kind of coming in, right? And yeah, Mired and um, 
you know, what you might say, controversy multiple times throughout. But uh, yeah, like, let's take a break. I don't know. There's a bunch of yelling. Carnage. That's what we call New Day Carnage down there. Okay, Anytime it. those rascals get together. Anyway. I don't think they can hear on my microphone. Anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, Punk, just so you know, yes, I'm not ashamed to admit I used to have the ice cream bar shirt. I used to have the best in the world shirt. I was a fan before I was a wrestler, but that is no longer the case, my friend. I welcome you back. You're good for business. Uh, he's a good guy to have around, a veteran. But I think the proper way to welcome him back might be with a couple Chad Gable German suplexes to remind him where he's at and who he's dealing with these days. Anytime he's ready, check it out. Goosebumps. Get, Chad, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. It's always good catching Thanks, man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.